Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 48. Now, I am going to get straight in with this episode. I am going to deliver the big nuggets and hit you with the, the good stuff straight up because this episode is another big one about base level systems. It is a continuation from the previous episode, episode number 47. Um, in that one, I talk about front end systems that I think are so important for a, any fitness business. And today we're going to get into the back end. So we're going to get into essential back end systems um, that I really think we should all be considering if we do operate in the fitness industry. So let's get straight into it. Okay. So last week's episode, I'm not going to repeat um, a lot of the stuff that I went over. The major thing that I just want to get into before I hit these next five systems is to remember. Remember that when we set up systems, um, they are a journey. Um, it's not like you're going to go, all right, cool, I'm going to get all my systems set up in two days. Um, it is going to be built over time. However, you do have to start somewhere. And your first lot of systems that you start setting up, your you know your first steps, your frameworks, whatever, um, they're going to need changing and that's okay as well. But the major thing is that we're coming up with an idea, a skeleton. We are you know determining what that system is. We're putting it to the test and then we're making changes methodically over time. So back-end systems. Now, back-end systems do not need to be complicated. And I actually think that if they are complicated, we are so much more likely to not follow through with actually executing it. You know, if we know that the systems that we've set in place for our business are just fucking confusing, oh my God, like it makes sense why we wouldn't want to do these things over and over again. Now, back-end systems, they're the, they're the bones behind our business. They are the things that glue our operations together and allow us to pull numbers, um, to pull data from these different things that we're setting up in order to make informed decisions going forward. So I fucking love back-end systems because of the, you know, because of the decisions and because of the conviction that you can make when you've got your data points there. So five back-end systems that I want to present to you guys today. First and foremost, finances. Holy shit sticks. If you do not have some sort of system set up in regards to your finances, then what the hell are you doing running a damn business? So when we say if uh, a system based to, uh, sorry, when we say a system that is set up for your finances, this can be things like tracking your money in, your money out, um, you know, all of your expenses, all of your, all of your things that need to go out to pay for different things in the business, um, transfers between accounts, 
um, any packages that you might be paying for. You just want to have something that you follow consistently over and over again. Typically, when I'm talking to my mentoring clients, there's a couple of different ways that we can do it. Um, it can be one of these things or both of these things combined. So majority of my clients will have something like Zero, which is a paid program. And, you know, when you've got something like Zero, you can basically be tracking everything that's coming in, reconciling payments that are going out and in and getting an idea of your financial position from week to week. Um, Zero doesn't necessarily give you a whole heap of like future forecasting, although you can see a little bit. It doesn't give you, uh, you know, like months going forward. Um, unless you've got reoccurring payments that are going on. So alongside something like Xero, and there can be other programs that you use as well, um, alongside something like Xero, you can also use another system, which might be a financial tracking sheet. Now, in my business, I actually like to use both of these things. So I use Xero for all of that reconciliation, for invoicing, for you know tracking and making sure everything is crossed and you know T's across and I's are dotted and all that kind of shit. But we also like to have our own separate spread sheet that's set up in Google Sheets that's tracking our own um, our own data. And you might think, well, why are you doubling up? Um, the reason we like to do a separate sheet to track all of these things is because of how far we can forecast. Um, so we can set up um, an idea around when new packages are up for renewal, um, you know, how much we can predict going to come through for the next two, three, four, five, six months based on our packages and our clients and our retention models. Um, and that then allows us to understand, well, okay, if we've got X amount of money coming through in the next four to six months and we want to make some purchases, the best time to do something like, like that might be at month four as opposed to month three. So we really like to have a separate tracking sheet for finances because it gives me so much clarity um, around making decisions with our financial position. Um, and for me, that's hugely empowering. I feel very confident in making financial decisions because we've got it all tracked with the actual program that the accountant and the book um, are involved in with as well. And then we've got our own separate spreadsheets um, around forecasting and understanding when we can make decisions for ourselves. So that's finances for you. The next one um, is having some sort of system, some sort of trackable measures around your sessions. So when I say sessions, I'm talking about things like the following, tracking attendance, tracking cancellations, um, making sure you're on top of makeup sessions. So these are like, I am so fucking jazzed about tracking this shit because these metrics give you so much data about how your clients are engaging in your services. Um, you know, we can very much see trends um, around, you know, who might be canceling, who might be not attending. We can see trends around different months, different times of the year. Um, and it can give us like a lot of information around where we might need to pick up our shit in terms of our service level. So you might see that, let's just say you're doing a 12 week training program, um, and you run your, your training over 12 week packages. You might see that from weeks one to 10 attendance cancellations for that client. And on average for most of your clients is ACE. It's like 95 to hundred percent attendance and zero, you know, zero to 5% cancellations. And then you might notice that there's a trend that's coming up over the last two weeks weeks of any package and then there's a few more cancellations and a few more people are not attending for whatever reasons that might be a red flag for you as a business owner to go okay cool this is a trend that keeps coming up what might be going on what can I do to help the matter um, is there something that I can be doing from a coaching point of view to have conversations with my clients are they getting 
Is their motivation dropping off? Do I need to look to build some more milestones into these packages? Whatever, right? But when you can see this data and you can see trends coming up, it allows you to start thinking and exploring, well, shit, if I've got clients that are paying for a service and they're either not attending or they're canceling, you know, that's not ideal because that can raise some concerns with your service level, your engagement. Um, but, but that's okay. That's why we do these things with tracking and having the system in place so that we can pick these things early so that we can get our clients back on track and get them pushing towards their their goals and obviously getting them results as well because our clients are here for a reason. They're here to get results and we know that results are specific to each client. Um, but if, if we can help impact them getting the results in a positive way, then we can help impact them staying within our business and using our service, which is a, you know, a win-win for both the client and us as a business owner. So that's why I really like tracking sessions, um, attendance, cancellations, makeups, and you can also track things like how many sessions you're doing from week to week, month to month. So you can get some ideas around your growth. Um, you know, you can obviously be tracking things when, when we do your finances, you know, that's your money in, that's your money out. Sorry, I didn't even mention revenue, um, like easy shit. Like it just, to me, that's just a no brainer. Um, but when you're doing session numbers, you'll be able to see from your trackable sheets, you know, your revenue from January the year before versus January this year, you can have a look at how many sessions you were doing in that month, what the revenue was like, what your settlements were like. And it gives you an idea about, okay, cool. Um, this year, this time last year, we were not as great as we are now, that's a really good indication that we're starting to grow and take advantage of this period of time, blah, blah, blah. So there's just so much shit that you can do with this information. Um, and the major thing is, you know, track these things so that then you can sit down with these numbers and start to hypothesize and, you know, start to, to make some decisions out of what you're seeing. So the next system um, that I love to have in place and I encourage lots of coaches to have is to have something around client metrics. And this is like purely my bias um, because I am a coach and business owner that puts their clients first. Um, I am, you know, without our clients, we don't fucking have businesses. So I am such a client driven business that I think it's important to have things like client metrics. So this is not necessarily um, like weight loss metrics or anything or weight loss goals or targets that they've hit. It's things that are like you know, important about your client, like the lifetime that they've been with you, lifetime of a client, um, the retention percentage for each client, um, retention as a whole over your clients. Client metrics can be things like birthdays, you know, important points about them, you know, weight loss targets and, and goals if that's relevant as well. Um, but you're wanting to really paint the picture around your client and have a broad a broad understanding of different metrics of your client. Um, I think tracking things like the lifetime of your client, how long they actually stay in your business is so, so important because it gives you so much information around, you know, how long are they enjoying your service for? Is there something that we can be doing better or improving um, to help our clients stay longer with us? Or is that a natural evolution of your business as well? Because a lifetime of a client, it doesn't necessarily mean the longer of a lifetime client, the better. Um, it's up to you how you want to do it in your business. But you know, if you're a client-specific service and, and you really want to focus on getting your client's results and keeping them in your business, then a lifetime of a client is important to know. And also when you know the lifetime of a client, let's just say you've got a client coming up towards kind of like an average lifetime, um, you want to make sure that they're obviously getting results, that they're engaged within your business, they're engaged with you as a coach. And if there's things going on, then you can go, okay, well, where can I better my service? Where can I step up as a coach? Where can I be, you know, doing better for my client in order 
order to help them continue to get results and stay within my business as well. Um, so client metrics is, is interesting stuff. Um, I really, I really like understanding that. And of course, when it comes to something like a lifetime of a client, you're going to, it's like a bell curve, right? You're going to have people that, uh, really long, then you're going to have some people that are much less than your average. And then you obviously most of your people will be within that average time frame. Um, but it just gives you some ideas. Sorry, it gives you some things to put on your lens so that when clients are coming up to those kind of times, okay, cool. What can we be continuing to do as a coach and business owner to continue to push them forward? Now, the fourth system that I really encourage clients and also have within my own business is stuff around socials. Um, so stuff around content delivery, considering the best platforms for your audience, look, looking at how much you're posting, what channels, what frequency, and pre-planning topics as well. So what this might look like is it might be a Google Sheet. Like honestly, all my fucking systems are done on Google Sheets. Um, because I have multiple people that jump into these systems. It all gets updated on real time. It doesn't necessarily look too fancy, but it fucking does the job. It's easy to read. It's easy to update. And it gives it gives the outcomes that we're after. So you might have a system around your social platform whereby you pre-plan topics every single week or month. You know, you might put a broad topic and then look to write the specific content when it's relevant through that week, depending on what's coming up. Um, you know, you might have, you might do it another way where you just have a, a frequency in which you're, ta- you're aiming for posting two, two times per week based on conversations that you're having with your client. Um, you know, from looking at metrics on your Instagram and your Facebook, you start to get insights around times that your audience might be online. Um, but I think it's really important to be, de- be delivering content for our clients, um, and helping them like continue to get what they need to get to help them with their results because we are in such a social age um, and, you know, who, who are they better to trust than you, the coach, the business owner that they work with? Um, and even though some of the stuff that you might be talking about on socials, like it's probably done to death, right? Because the fitness industry is the same kind of shit on repeat. It's not t- done to death when it's done in your way and your, you know, your style and your delivery, your tone, your words. So I think it's important to recognize here that yes, these topics that you might be talking about with your clients week in and week out that you want to put through socials have been done, but you're not done. You're unique. You're different. Your clients resonate with you. So, you know, step up and step into that space um, because they, they, they will engage with you more. They can build more trust and rapport with you. And if they can resonate with what you're saying, that's going to that's gonna help them push forward with their results. Um, obviously, if you also get a lot of business through your social channels, um, you know, we get a lot of like majority of our, our um, new clients come to us through these social platforms, whether it's our website, Instagram, um, not necessarily Facebook messages is what we get a lot of. Um, we get a lot of Instagram work and a lot of website traffic. So if we know that's where we generate business, we need to have some sort of system around that because, you know, the things that work, we want to keep nurturing um, and keep keep on chugging. So that's system number four is to have some sort of system around your social platforms. And then the last system that I wanted to talk about, talk about is like your upsell and on-sell strategy. So what this is, is looking at what you offer within your business, whatever your products and services are. So your services, obviously training, nutrition, both. Then you might have products. They might be apparel, supplements, 
ebooks, I don't know, whatever you've got. But I think it's important to understand how to on-sell and how to upsell and what that kind of system looks like. When, when I say a system around these things, it might be that you approach a conversation with a client um, once they've come to their second 12-week package with you because you can see that that might enhance their lifetime of a client because of data that you've received from your other other tracking systems. Um, but it's it's important to understand, well, it's important to like deliver to a client what options are available for them, what's potentially next for them, um, what additional products and services could you offer to them, um, and what things are they potentially seeking to help them along the way. Because sometimes I do think that coaches miss um, opportunities for their clients because they're not asking questions or they're not like opening the lens of getting a full picture. So for example, they might have someone that's just doing like an online training program with them, but then they wanted to get some tech work and then some nutrition work. Um, and they started to look out elsewhere because they didn't actually think that their, the business, well, sorry, they didn't actually think that what you do would cater to that. And you do, but they just don't know that. So I think it's important to make it clear and then bring these things to our clients and tell them, look, you know, you're doing really well. I can see some other things that might, you know, potentially help you to push forward with your goals. Um, we do actually have these other services, these other products, which could also do well, you know, just have an open conversation. It doesn't have to be super fucking salesy. Um, but as long as the client knows what other stuff is there to upsell and on sell to, um, because there are likely a lot of opportunities that you're missing within your fitness business, because you just haven't had that conversation. So that's what that system is all about. It's just understanding what kind of options are there, what's the natural steps that you could take. Um, a lot of these things will like intertwine, right? So the, the five things that we've talked about today are finances is one system, session tracking, client metrics, social platforms, and then upsell, onsell. Like you can use data from one system, use data from another system, mash them together, get a broader picture, make some decisions from there. They will not work in isolation necessarily. Um, you know, they just give you such a broad, like a, a helicopter view on where your business is at. Um, and I think that's just fucking so confident, so empowering as a business owner to have this kind of information. Um, now these things, you know, in last episode 47, we talked about front end type systems, which is very much around the client, around client experiences, onboarding, um, you know, the first few months within your business, you've got all that stuff. And then you've got this back end stuff here. You can use all this stuff to understand how your clients are engaging in your business, how that's impacting your bottom dollar, um, how that's uh, influencing your client's actual results. What can you be doing better? Don't necessarily think that going, okay, I've got one of these systems and then it's that's all I need to, to gain from that kind of stuff. Just sit down, you know, make sure you're tracking this shit regularly. And then when you want to extrapolate this information, maybe set a meeting for yourself once a month and just have a look at your data that's coming through. Have a look at the information that you're getting from your systems and make some decisions from there. Um, I do a big like overhaul every quarter. So every quarter I get a lot of data within my business around client metrics um, because my clients are number one. Um, I don't run a business for me. I run a business for my clients that 
Um, if I'm doing everything as a coach and business owner correctly and to serve them, then it benefits me as well. Um, but my clients are first and foremost what keeps our doors open. So they are always going to be, what can we be doing better? How can we be helping them? What are our services doing? And every quarter we're looking at that, you know, what's our attendance rate like? What's our cancellations like? What's our lifetime? What's our retention? Um and okay, cool. Well, this is going great. This needs a little bit of work. What can I be doing to help my coaches develop a little, develop a little bit better so that they can help these metrics stay high or get them higher if that's what we're trying to do. Um, and that's what I'm doing every quarter is pulling all the stuff and going, all right, cool. Let's try this. This is looking great. Um, and you know, that that's the whole point of, of doing this stuff is to give you that ability to make decisions. Okay. So take both of these episodes that I've discussed 47 and 48, and just remember that this shit is not all done in one day. Um, you know, it, it is something that gets built over time. However, in order to build something that is a bigger, you know, a bigger foundation piece of your business, um, it needs to start with something kind of primitive and it needs to start it just needs to start. So with this backend stuff, the things that I can definitely think you should start with is finances, session attendance type work, and then client metrics, like one, two, and three. If you were to just start there and get that running for the next six months, you're going to be in a better position than you are by not having anything like that. Um, so go ahead, listen to this episode again, you know, write down the, the major things. And if you have any other questions, send me a message, send me a DM, hit my website, womaninstrength.com.au and send me a little message. Hey, can I have some more information around this? Um, what kind of template do you use? What does it look like if you're struggling to create it yourself? Um, I'm so more than happy to to help coaches here because it's a pay it forward. You know, like when I was in the start of the industry, um, I had people that would help me as well. So the industry is amazing. And I want to have coaches like you guys that love to grow and serve clients in this space, um, smashing it. And there's no reason why you can't. So I hope that was something to think about, guys. I hope it all made sense. And I look forward to hearing about systems that you might be setting up in your business. All right, guys, till next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode. The last two have been fun for me to record um, because I'm super just fucking into systems because of how much goodness comes from them. Now, I wanted to let you know that I have got my next intake for my six-month mentoring program called Power Program that is starting on March the 15th. Now, if you're listening to this episode when it gets released, it's the start of February. Um, so intake is open and what this program is, I have got eight ladies that are coming into my world for the next six months and we are ruffling up your business. We are turning it head, you know, upside down. We are looking at everything that needs to be in place in order for you to run a sustainable and thriving business and run a business that is successful for you in your life. Um, we're going from everything from systems in more detail to hard coaching, soft coaching, growth strategies, where you want to go, how you want to make it happen, creating a business that works with you, not against you. All of this. Oh, I just fucking love this program so much. Um, I'm just finishing up my current six month mentoring group and they have done some incredible stuff. It's just amazing to watch people transform and what is actually a pretty short period of time, but so much can happen within that period of time. So this is a program that is a combination of group work and individual work. 
Um, every single week we have group forums, we have calls that last for one and a half hours, and then we also have monthly individual work that is accompanied by that. So we've got that time to you know, really make sure that what's being delivered is specific to your business. So if you are interested in having a look at this program and then going ahead and putting an application through for a wait list, you can head to womeninstrength.com.au and you will see at the top that there is a button that says Intake for Power Program. So, you know, 2021, we are at the start of the year and we are here in the fitness industry after 2020 is a bit of a shit show for our industry. Um, but I've seen how much can happen and how many how many of these women have grown and their business has, businesses have actually thrived so fucking much and you can do it too. So I look forward to speaking to any of you guys who want to take that next step with your business. Um, and yeah, send it through and let's have a chat. Bye guys.